This is Financial Detox, helping you retire with confidence. Featuring Jason Labrum, certified financial planner and founder of IDA Wealth, intelligence-driven advisors. For over 20 years, Jason has shown people how to steer clear of toxic advice, achieve financial peace of mind, and manage their wealth for maximum impact. Join Jason and co-host Alex Klingensmith as they simplify the complex, share industry secrets, and provide proven strategies designed to take you from financial insecurity to financial independence. This is Financial Detox. Good afternoon. It's Financial Detox, and I'm Jason Labram, your host in studio with my co-host, Mr. Alex Klingensmith, and we have an exciting show for you today right here on KCBQ, The Answer, also on podcasts everywhere you go, anywhere you go, you can find Financial Detox. It is available, so not just a radio show, but also podcasts. That's why we call it the Financial Detox Show. Happy Labor Day weekend, Jason. There you go. And another a real summer weekend. It's what are you summer. doing this weekend? What, is your, what are your plans? Um, are you trying to get personal with me right now? I think people want to hear. People <laughs> want to know what Jason Labram does for no, Labor Day nobody, weekend. Nobody cares what no Jason one cares. Labram does. I care. Um, I'm going to go out on the boat and do some wakeboarding oh, and what wake kind of boat surfing. Do you have? I'm not going to talk about that. Is, is it but, a wakeboarding And then boat? I think we're going to go to the beach. Yeah. Too. Cool. I think we're going to have a full water sports weekend. That sounds awesome. I love the water. Yeah. I love it too. We're um, going to go to Catalina. We're, we oh, go, you are? Yeah. Sweet. We have, we have an spot. annual family, like uh, two or three generations go out there and spend three or four days. And Grandma's already there. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And that's a cool thing about where we live, right? Yeah. In San Diego is you can go so many places so close and have amazing times. And most of the time when I go far away, I, I come back and I go, why did I leave? Yeah. Because <laughs> you wanted traffic. You wanted to drive or fly. Right, or I don't know. Yeah. Because I wanted to get out in the hustle and bustle. But anyway, we got an exciting show for you here on Financial yes. Detox today. We're going to talk about a better way to invest. And that really came from my reading of an article talking about the rush of money or the flow of money to index funds. As you may or may not have heard, there's been a whole bunch of money moving out of traditional mutual funds, also referred to as actively managed mutual funds, and flowing into index funds. Mm -hmm. And in fact, a pretty good story uh, relating to the movie The Big Short and Michael... um, I'm skipping his last name here for a minute, but I'll remember. Is it Burry? Yeah, it is Burry. Michael Burry. So that's who the movie The Big Short was about. And he kind of saw the credit crisis unfolding and and he you know ran a hedge fund and was trying to figure out how to get ahead of all that. So interesting guy, needless to say. Christian Bale is the actor. Christian that's Bale. why you had a picture of a Christian Bale yeah, up earlier. Exactly. Not just because you think he's a good looking guy. <laughs> yes, it's not <laughs> good my crush Batman. on Christian Bale. He was a good Batman though. He is good. I yeah. thought he's cool. Um, and he was good in that. He was great in that movie, The Big Short. Too. Yeah. He was a great actor. Didn't, very believable. Character. Totally. Didn't look like, seem like Batman in that one, though. No. <laughs> but um, awesome stuff. So anyway, he, um, uh, Michael Burry's talking about just the flow of money into these active funds. And now what happens and what's interesting and why this is important to you as a listener is because you may not know what you're invested in, number one. You may not know if your advisor, if you have one, or even personally, are you in actively managed funds or index funds? And it really kind of is a cornerstone of an investment philosophy to figure out how you're going to invest. We happen to not believe that either are perfect and that there is a hybrid and a kind of a combination that works better. We'll Either talk meaning about. index or active. Or active. I okay. think they both have flaws, um, just like I think individual stock picking has flaws, but also could work if you did it the right way, too. But um, mm-hmm. so I think what we're going to do is, is, is talk about, I'm playing off of this article that I read, and I thought it was interesting and it made a good point that as money flows into index funds, most people buy index funds that are large cap in nature. Why? 
uh, because the S&P 500 dominates the thought processes. And, and everybody thinks that the market is the Dow and the S&P 500, which we talked about on our last show. Well, they're right. If, they, if, if their way of thinking in terms of like how to invest is they used to pick individual stocks and now they're going to go and get diversified. Hey, that's a good thought, right? It, they're they're much more diversified for sure. Um, if you have an index fund, the problem though, one of the problems with the index funds is that the portfolio, the construction of that index puts the largest weighting into the largest stock. Therefore, not only are you typically buying index funds that are large cap in nature, but then they're even tilted more large cap because the largest stock I have a, by size and capitalization yeah. gets the largest percentage of the holding. So your portfolio ends up invested in all large cap. And the point of Michael Burry's comment is that there's tons of value Right now, there's opportunity in small caps and in values that hasn't been been seen in a long time, in part because growth stocks have done so well that everybody's chased those, and big, large-cap U.S. growth stocks have done well, so everybody thinks that's a place to invest. Also, but, I think people yeah. get emotionally attached to names that they know. They do. I saw something on LinkedIn. I, I'm on yeah. LinkedIn a lot, and I saw this picture. It was just a picture. And they were the LinkedIn picture. The point was exactly what you're saying in a visual form. And you know how visual oh, I am, and I'm, I I'm a visuals. visual learning learner. I think we are visual uh, characters. They, they it said hey, it, it, um, the the picture was this. It was um, the point it was making was the same thing you just said. Microsoft has right. reached a trillion dollars in market value, market, market cap, cap right? Yep. So they, they they were talking about how if they com- if you combine all these other companies together, they still aren't as big as just Microsoft by itself. And these companies were like. Tesla, Wendy's. It was like seven comp- uh, other major companies you know that are also large cap. Right. And so the point of it was exactly what you're saying that if you buy the S&P 500 index funds, they're all going to be in you know, they're, all those companies are going to be in the fund, but Microsoft is going to be such a large concentration compared to diversifying into Wendy's, yeah. which remember that story that DFA yeah, talked about Starbucks Wendy's. versus uh, Wendy's. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, you would have missed out on Wendy's if all you had was too much Microsoft in, in an S&P funds. Well, no, I think what the story was was which stock seems more attractive to invest in and That's it had it was, Starbucks yeah. and it had all the really cool um, motif around Starbucks and how it was a sexy, great stock tone and then it had Wendy's which all just the dirty restaurants and it wasn't <gasps> that clean and wasn't that great. Compared to Starbucks, maybe. Compared, yeah. uh, just at that time and then you look at the investment, you know, 24 or 36 months. I don't know which one's done better as of late, but um, it was interesting because during that time frame, nine out of 10 investors said they would rather invest in Starbucks because yeah. it was cooler and seemed better. However, as an investment, Wendy's was going through a turnaround and was a value stock because it had been beaten down and it actually turned out to be a much better investment. So listen, stay with us. We got some great stuff coming. We're going to keep talking about this and we're going to give you actionable items so you can make sure you know the difference between indexing versus passive and smart indexing and all these phenomenal terms that we throw around in the financial world. But in the end, we're going to point you in the right direction. We are going to get you financially detoxified. It's Jason Labor. I'm your host. It's Financial Detox. Give us a call at 877-707-8889. That's 877-707-8889. We'll be right back. You know what you're actually paying your financial advisor or stockbroker? You should. Is there a plan? How clearly does your advisor explain that plan? Hi, I'm Jason Labrum of Intelligence Driven Advisors. You've heard us on our radio program, Financial Detox. At Intelligence Driven Advisors, you never need to worry about hidden fees again. We are committed to disclose all sources of compensation because we believe transparency is the cornerstone of a successful relationship. I invite you to take our portfolio challenge. If we can't measurably improve what you're 
doing with your portfolio, given your goals and objectives, we will send you a Visa gift card for $100. Once again, if we can't measurably improve what you're doing, we'll send you a Visa gift card for $100. Ask for the Portfolio Challenge. That's the Intelligence Driven Advisors. Difference, learn more at intelligencedrivenadvisors.com or call 877-707-8889. Once again, that's 877-707-8889. It's Financial Detox and it's the... Financial Detox team and intelligence-driven advisors. Alex is making fun of my uh, Samsung, which he doesn't realize the quality of phone is so much better than an Apple that it's mind-boggling. But in terms of an investment, I would way rather have owned Apple over the same time than Samsung. I don't know. Have you checked that? No idea. I'm you just kidding. I don't know. Before you throw that well, out. I, I'm gonna, Apple's been on pretty I'm going to venture that Apple's probably crushed Samsung over 10, 20-year time. I, I, that's, that's funny. We should we should look that up. We haven't even looked that up. Where's our data person? Where's data our stats board. person? Where's, uh, call Andrew. Andrew, where, where's our director, director of portfolio <laughs> management? This might be beneath him to just figure that one out real quick but anyways um, getting busy. jason has calendar issues sometimes because he does not have an iphone is is one you hypothesis think that's why i mean i think i mean i don't think that's it i don't think i it, don't know i, I just don't think they're related i think it's possible at least at i this don't point. think so i think i, I iphones <laughs> don't even work with like microsoft office and word and excel because that's not true how do they relate they i can. just use google sheets and google docs <laughs> right there you go <laughs> which you should just get a google phone then no, I don't know how to use that. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, here we go. We got to provide some value for our okay, listeners. Okay, market today, cap Alex. weighted index funds. Okay, so what's a smart index fund? Because you talk about index funds and active, you said something's in between. What All is right, a smart index so, fund? But let's set the stage here as we recap the last segment. We're talking about how there's been a change and a flow of money has left actively managed funds and it's gone to traditional index funds. Vanguard. And it's Vanguard, for SMP, example, any index fund. I mean, there's thousands. But they're of the pioneer funds. of low cost index funds. I, I True that. Right. Bogle would, would be sure. He'd be mad if you didn't give him credit. Bogle for that deserves credit. The, the late John Bogle. Right. Um, but so what's happened is money has flown there. And I think it's gone there for more than one reason, more than just the shift of active to passive, because people have realized that active management doesn't typically work. And by active management, we're talking about mutual funds or ETFs where there's a money manager, somebody in charge of that fund who's trying to buy and sell individual securities and ultimately outperform some index or benchmark. And what we find is roughly 85-ish percent of actively managed funds don't outperform their benchmark. What's remarkable about that is that 85%, those are the quote-unquote, I have air quotes going, those are the (laughs) best money managers, smartest minds in the world. These are people who are running investment companies with loads of research and research analysts and and traditionally they also have most of the money they, they so have trillions most, they, I they mean, still do i mean still, active that, yeah. still has more money than passive and yet 85 percent of them do not beat their benchmark what's worse is if you take the 15 percent that do because a lot of financial advisors will say well my job is to help you find the 15 percent that do outperform how do you find the 15% that outperform? Well, the only way I've ever heard a, 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 an advisor explain that to me is that they use their research and analytics. And I say, what does that mean? And then we drill down and basically we get to the point that they look at the one year, three year, five year, and 10 year performance and they pick the ones that have outperformed. Well, the problem is you've picked them after they've already outperformed and the probability of them continuing to outperform is even less than originally outperforming. Yeah. So you can't pick outperforming managers. Now, if the best stock pickers in the world with financial firms that exist to help them beat the markets, they get paid huge bonuses if they beat the markets and beat their indexes. If they don't outperform the benchmarks, then why would 
Why would you think your financial advisor in San Diego, California, no names to be mentioned, who's picking individual stocks for you, how are they better than BlackRock or better than all the hedge funds with the brightest minds in the world? How are they better than American funds? How are they better than the biggest, baddest money managers in town? And you think a local guy in San Diego, California, or Temecula, California, or somewhere, is, or Scottsdale, is going to be able to outpick stocks. So the point is, people have gone to index, index funds. funds because it doesn't really make a lot of sense to own an actively managed fund. To own the market cheaply and and, and a low tax, right? The tax right. impact is much lower. So control taxes, control costs, right. diversify. And, 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 and how about improve your odds of success? Like substantially. Right. Like so, so much so that Buffett bet a million dollars on that, right? right? And won. <laughs> and so, but then the other thing that happens is now that the money's flowing to those index funds, they're typically, the problem with index funds is that they're typically large cap. Now you can buy a small cap index funds and you should, if you're going to buy index funds, you should make sure you have a great allocation of large, small, mid, excuse me, international. You want a a nice balance of value versus growth. And then in fixed income, you want to have some intermediate term credit, maybe a little bit of long, some short term credit, higher quality, lower quality. You want to have that diversification, but is there a better way is what I'm getting at today. And I think there is. And we actually have a wonderful piece called a different way to invest. And we will send that to you for free if you want a copy of it. So all you have to do is send an email right to my inbox, Jason at financialdetox.com. Jason at financialdetox.com. We'll send you our study uh, compliments of a great firm of ours and credit to dimensional uh, funds who we use some of their funds in our portfolio. But We'll send that to you and let you take a look at it and digest it. And I think it will blow your mind. So the different way or the better way, we're not talking not active, not passive, is really a hybrid of the two, right, Alex? I mean, it's a combination of those two, but it keeps all the great attributes of indexing, such as low cost, such as tax efficiency, but yet it takes what are the good attributes of maybe active where you know you 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 don't buy on re, reconstitution day where indexes typically have to mm-hmm. buy you don't have to follow the exact formula that an index has so you can instead of waiting by caps where the largest stock gets the largest percentage you can actually weight the portfolio based upon fundamentals things that make sense dimensional calls them dimensions of return right right so they're measurable dimensions of returns that or are premiums yeah that are persistent across all asset classes yep. globally in any in any sort of a company that's publicly traded across the world that they trust the accounting of right correct and so but so here help me on this one because i really i somebody asked me this the other day and i stumbled and i had to go look it up and i don't and i still want to keep learning yes. obviously and keep getting better at this the but pursuit never if ends you've, if you've got yeah exactly and this some of this could be marketing too um that i'm getting confused on but if you've got dimensional calling them dimensions of returns and then some people call it factor-based investing right. some people call it smart beta some people call it fundamentally weighted like what are all these things the same or or are there some little nuanced differences or what what are we you know what's going on there well i think there could be there could be hundreds of factors right i mean there's there is hundreds of factors or dimensions or premiums areas where you try and find consistency in some area that will either give you lower risk or give you better returns and maybe it gives you better returns, but with higher risk. Small cap versus large cap is a pretty good, right. very easy to understand. So right. what does smart beta mean as it compares to these factors? Yeah. So, I mean, I think what we're doing is we're saying we're going to do smart indexing instead of traditional indexing. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to get exposure broadly to the market 
We're not going to go try and select individual securities. We're not going to try to identify mispricing of securities because mm-hmm. we think that is an older, older school way of investing, which has has not it's not effective anymore because the markets have become too efficient. So instead of trying to have higher or instead of having higher expenses, higher trading costs, less tax efficiency, and trying to find those individual securities, we want to get exposure to the broad markets. But yet we want to do it in a way where we're not just ending up with a portfolio that's lumped towards a large cap. And even if you buy a small cap index, you end up with all the largest companies of the small companies. Right. Right. So you end up tilted. So we're saying, well, what are some things that are reasonable, that are persistent, that are reliable, that are inexpensive in ways we can you know, fundamentally weight that portfolio, which we're going to talk about more when we come back and we're going to wrap it up and give you some actionable ideas and uh, items you can take, put to work in your portfolio, or you can always give us a call at 877-707-8889. Once again, nice and slow, 877-707-8889. That's as slow as I can go. Stay with us. We'll be right back. It's Financial Detox. You know what you're actually paying your financial advisor or stockbroker? You should. Is there a plan? How clearly does your advisor explain that plan? Hi, I'm Jason Labrum of Intelligence Driven Advisors. You've heard us on our radio program, Financial Detox. At Intelligence Driven Advisors, you never need to worry about hidden fees again. We are committed to disclose all sources of compensation because we believe transparency is the cornerstone of a successful relationship. I invite you to take our portfolio challenge. If we can't measure improve what you're doing with your portfolio given your goals and objectives we will send you a visa gift card for $100 once again if we can't measurably improve what you're doing we'll send you a visa gift card for $100 ask for the portfolio challenge that's the intelligence driven advisors difference learn more at intelligence driven advisors.com or call 877-707-8889 once again that's 877-707-8889 hello we're back it's financial detox i'm jason labor Room in studio with Alex Klingen Smith, and we're talking about a better way to invest. We're talking about a better way to build a portfolio. There's been all this recent volatility, Alex. People are kind of starting to freak out again. Half the world thinks there's a recession coming, or half maybe more than investors. Half. Yeah, maybe more than half, which means it would be the most well predicted recession to ever happen on the face of the earth. <laughs> there would ne- there never you love ever these headlines <laughs> has been. A, a recession that has been so well predicted. Typically, they come as a bit of surprise. <laughs> Typically, uh, recessions come up over a month or two real quick. They're not predicted months and years out. So this Let's would be time the first together, time, right? We'll, yeah. Can't we just all time this one together? You know, I think there's a thing called a foregone conclusion or a self-fulfilling prophecy that, that might actually happen, where you have enough people who hate the uh, Washington and the leadership in this country that they would literally intentionally drive the economy and the market into a recession if they could. In fact, I think they would take it to an all-out depression um, at the cost of a lot of people. Just for politics? And I think they would do that in order to to get President Trump out of office, for sure. There's no doubt. That's crazy. Um, they Free were, market capitalism is what this country was built on. One of the principles it was, it was built on, right? Really good one. That would Actually be works quite that well. That would be contrarian to that exact principle. It would be. There's a lot of things contrarian to that. But so what we want to do is help you make better decisions. And there's been a flood of money moving towards index funds. Mm-hmm. People have gone there because 
it's pretty tough to create an argument that actively managed funds in the public liquid markets is a better way to invest. Right. Pretty tough to make that argument. Unless you don't so, care about probability of success at all. But right. If you just but want if, to be a gambler, maybe, maybe you could make the argument. Then you do. And so many people do. So what are they doing? They're trying to identify mispricing of securities. They're relying on forecasting and predictions and whatnot. And they're basically um, trying to select undervalued securities. Mm-hmm. And they're literally out there picking ones and twosies. That's a stock selection. That's what owning individual stocks is about. Indexing is about getting indexing, excuse me, is about getting exposure to the whole marketplace in some index, which is, you know, commercially generated to track a certain segment of the economy, for example, the S P five hundred. There's thousands of indexes. You can get exposure to any part of the market through the indexes, which creates another problem because now there are so many damn choices <laughs> that you could just be bewildered with thousands of different index and oh, segments man. and we sectors. We need more time for that show, I think, yeah, to did. get into how you do it. But we did. This, so, is a good, this is a good time to offer, I think, people that are listening. If, if, it, if you are starting to feel overwhelmed about, do I have index funds? What kind of funds do I have? What do I right. even have? What do is I have? My, like, is my financial advisor picking individual stocks and he alone thinks he's smarter than tens of millions of market participants? Who what can we do? For the them. largest, best money managers in the world can't outperform their benchmarks by and large. So, how is your financial advisor in Rancho Santa Fe outperforming stocks, the the markets? He's not over time. That's just he's just not. Yeah. Or he'd be running a hedge fund and making billions of dollars a year. But those guys aren't making any money for anybody better than the markets either. So, what, so can, what can we, we do, do to help him? Yeah, I think there's two things that we can do, Alex. I think number one, just get inf- get informed. Right? We can help you get informed. We have a great report, a better way to invest. We'll send it to you for free if you just uh, go to Jason at financialdetox.com. That's an email. Email me at Jason, Financial, Jason at financialdetox.com. We'll send you the report for free. It's yours. Check it out. If you want to take another step and engage us, we will diagnose your portfolio and tell you what you have and what's going on. And then we'll ask you a lot of questions like, what's the philosophy here? What's the strategy? Why are we choosing these types of investments versus these? You know, why is there no exposure to this area of the market? And there's a lot of exposure to this area. And hopefully you can answer those. If you can't, it's not meant to be an interrogation at all. It's just meant to try and help you discover what your investment philosophy and strategy is and your purpose, because we all have a purpose to investing, right? What's the point of why we're investing? Well, and they they get to take away... Like a physical, right? We'll, we'll be like, okay, yep. here's here's your physical, here's your diagnosis, here's, and, and it's more of like a report card. Like, okay, here's what you've got, and here's what you what you could have if you were to do it in this better. What we think is it's an opinion. What we think is right. a better way, and that way you can clearly see the differences. And and if we can't come away from, if you don't come away from that feeling significantly improved upon, whether we can do it, help you yourself, or you you know teach you how to do it yourself, yep. or you, you hire us to do it. We'll give you a hundred hundred dollar gift card, yeah. right? We we call that our hundred dollar portfolio challenge or diagnostic, right? So yeah. you get a hundred bucks if we can't. We, we don't waste your time. We don't want to waste our time. Fortunately, though, nine or ten or ten out of ten people that do this with us, we find that there are significant lapses or, or, or there are significant holes in yeah. their philosophy. And 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 not to talk bad about other advisors because there's a lot of great advisors out there. Um, but I think you really do, if you're paying somebody for advice, have to ask them what's their philosophy, why, what is the value they provide you? Is If, if the answer is they have a crystal ball or a magic wand or they're really brilliant and they're going to pick individual stocks for you, you got to look at the data and see what's the odd, what are the odds of that being successful because they're really low. They're like less than a few percent, right? That, yeah. That's going to happen. Um, so we suggest there is a better way to do it. And I think that this is the perfect time to reevaluate your situation. This is a perfect time to say, what is my purpose? Yeah. Why am I investing money in the first place? What for? Is it for 
financial freedom to be able to play golf and surf and enjoy the hobbies you want? Is it to be able to help your grandkids go to college? Is it to just create wealth for multi, multiple generations? Well, with the theme of Labor Day, perhaps it's so you don't have to work one day I because think, you're celebrating not having to work on Labor Day, I think, right? That is on point. <laughs> and I mean, seriously, right? Because I, we all probably would like to control our own work schedules and how much and when we work and the or more financial can, freedom you have. Yeah, the, well, the, the day we can do. stop working or having to work. Many right. people still work after, they don't call it work anymore. Some people call it volunteering or they just enjoy, you know, right. at will. You're working because you want to, not because you have to. Yeah, it is Labor Day weekend. I mean, that is the point of this for almost everybody is to never run out of money. Yep. And at some point, I don't have to work for it anymore. That's you great. Know. Have your money work for you. You mean, so the paycheck still comes, but yet you're not getting up and going to the office every day. You can go wakeboarding with your family, traveling, like there you, you said, whatever's important to you. But Skiing, surfing, beaching, golfing, name it. So anyway, yeah. we have a better way. We think that the financial detox team at Intelligence Driven Advisors can deliver you that better way. Whether you choose to engage us full time or not, that's okay. We still want to point you in the right direction because we want you as a financial detox listener to be empowered, to be engaged, and to have success when it comes to investing and to be able to finally clear your mind of the financial toxicity that so often keeps us awake at night and so often causes us to make behavioral blunders that ultimately destroys the returns that we could be getting in our portfolio. So thank you so much for listening to the show. Give us a call at 877-707-8889 and we will point you in the right direction and you can also get our free report today, A Better Way to Invest, by sending an email to jason at financialdetox.com. As always, we appreciate you listening. As always, we'd love to hear your comments and uh, also any show topics that you would like us to address. So shoot that over to Jason at FinancialDetox.com. And thank you so much. Have a great Labor Day weekend. To learn more about Financial Detox and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and resources, visit FinancialDetox.com. Call Jason and the team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. If you're ready for Financial Detox and a better tomorrow, call 877-707-8889. Get answers to your questions. That's 877-707-8889. That's financialdetox.com for podcasts and information. And if you like what you've heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button. That way, you'll be notified about upcoming podcasts. You'll take one more step toward financial peace of mind. This content is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any types of securities. Mr. Labrum and intelligence-driven advisors are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of information provided in this program and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Mr. Labram and his guests as of the date of the show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on assumptions and actual results may vary from any such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making an investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on information provided today in making any investment decision. There is a risk of loss investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for particular investors' financial situation or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses.